Welcome to another episode of Peers Over Beers, your favorite digital and social evangelist podcast with your industry veteran hosts, Michael Sandoval and Chris Tetzel. This podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to another episode of Peers Over Beers. I'm one of your hosts, Michael Sandoval. And I'm your second host, Chris Detzel. <laughs> nice to see you again, Chris. I hope you're doing well. I'm doing well, man. How about you? Oh, uh, very good. Well, yes, yes and no, kind of good. I uh, messed up my knee this past weekend. Oh my gosh! Doing chores, which means don't do chores. <laughs> <laughs> That's your first problem, right? <laughs> that was the first problem. Second problem is getting old, uh, which is annoying because this weekend I'm going to be. I'm scheduled to go to uh, ACL in Austin. The okay. festival. Yeah. But that is an enormous amount of walking, which I'm totally up for it every year. Uh, this year, I don't know. So I'm I'm kind of bummed that I, I don't know if I'll get a chance to go, but. Is it uh, bad or? It's, it was over the weekend. I couldn't do a damn thing. Oh. Uh, I couldn't walk. I couldn't put pressure on it. I had to go to the doctor and get, you know, steroid shots and like, and oh, wow. I do not to sound, you know, a whinging thing, but whenever I get stupid steroids, I get very hot and flush, and oh, okay. it's very annoying. It'd be really um, hot outside too. So yeah, yeah, smash, smash. So anyway, I'm probably more lamenting the fact that uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go to a knee doc and do all that fun stuff. I hate doing that. Anyway, yeah. Tis, well, since you asked, <laughs> no, I, I mean you'll have to get a little. You know, you have to you, kind of push to. Go ahead. How do you prevent your knee? I mean, running. Yeah. Um, Do you ever get them? Yeah. You know, my knees hurt a little bit. It's, it's not from running. Um, you know, I guess maybe you know, my ankles sometimes hurt sometimes, but you know, you, you just have to, um, you know, do the right stretching or the right activities. So like, for example, if all I did was run, which lately yeah. it is, um, you know, then kind of my knees start to hurt a little bit. I did have surgery on my knee a couple of years ago mm. and um, but after that, man, it was awesome. Like it, it, it hurts probably instead of 50% of the time or 60 or, or more, you know, now it only hurts like four or 5% of the time, you know, like not during the run necessarily, but like afterwards it aches a little, mm. and it's not, it's not bad. I, I just, you know, I, I don't do too much, but I do enough. I don't know how to explain it, but you just have to make sure you, um, just take care of it, man. I mean, you never know, like chores and stuff, just bend you down wrong or something. Yeah, that's what it was. It was just, I was just, being stupid. I mean, yeah. it's not, you know, so. Um, it's annoying. It is. So we got anyway. a good topic today, I think. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, I'm, shit. enough of my whinging. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you have some really good questions. I don't know if you want to talk about how they came about, uh, but I always love these kind of thought-provoking questions. Yeah, they, I got them from. Uh, so we're doing an Ask Me Anything from Higher Logic uh, in the next couple of weeks at their Super Forum. So um, I just got the questions from there. We're, we're not going to answer all those questions, but I thought they were really good, um, good ones for us to kind of bring up here on Peers Over Beers. Mm. Well, then shoot, sir. So first question, and, and probably the one we'll cover all this entire episode because it mm -hmm. deserves its own episode. You know, what are your key things for a community manager to track and which are the KPIs you should share back to the value of a community to your stakeholders? 
Oh, that's a juicy one. I love this one. I know you would. <laughs> and we've sort of talked about metrics in the past, but not mm. really like this. <clears throat> yeah, because there's actually a two-part question here. One is, it sounds like there are certain KPIs you as a community manager need to focus on. Mm -hmm. We've talked about those things a lot. The second part of this question is a more interesting piece, which is the, what should you share back to uh, stakeholders to talk about its value? Yep. Which is interesting. Um, I kind of want to address that first before the other ones. I feel we can cover that first part. I think we've done it a few times, but we can reassess some things. But I'm going to let you cover that first, but I want to say this with the... Go, go ahead. Why don't uh, you go and do... Well, then go ahead and start into it. I, 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 think it, I think it depends on the executive. Some executives... So when you first start a community, I was, always, I was always under the impression that you should just report back just two metrics. You know, basically just two <laughs> things that are easy, registrations and whatever, you know, like could be page views, could be, you know, uh, sessions or not necessarily sessions, but maybe like unique visitors uh, is always a good one because that's probably, I like that one, but it was just two things. But like my boss, no, <laughs> and he's a chief customer officer. You know, he's all about the data. And what, what did he did not like? No, he, it's, he didn't, he liked it, but he wants oh. more. You know, like, oh, 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 okay. He wants every goddamn thing. You know what I mean? Like, it was mm, like, mm. well, um, you know. It's maybe a bit too much. Might be, but you know. It, so the the answer to that question isn't one hundred percent what you're going to say, but it's it's very uh, dependent on the leader. I agree with you. Uh, it depends on the leader, um, because I think the biggest thing here is where the leader, and I'll say leadership, I'll kind of make yeah. it broad, is on their journey on community. So. If they're advanced, then they understand it completely. It's less you have to explain yeah. versus you're going to have to now bring them along. Where things like registration to kind of show activity, they'll get it because it's something they know. Yeah, well, Facebook that's an easy metric, registrations, right? right yeah. Exactly correct. And there's some other things we could talk about, but then that's one area. The second, if they're in the middle, <clears throat> then you can get sophisticated with like how much SEO is driving some of your backlinks into your product, how you're actually driving product conversion, loyalty metrics. And then sounds like your boss may fit more in the first or second quadrant, but he's definitely more in the upper. He just wants it all. And when you have very advanced leaders, you can talk in terms of um, offset costs. Yeah. And, you know, the magic thing about how it's part of the support organization is broadening your reach and making it uh, easier for the for the enterprise to do business you know and it becomes a loyalty mark uh, but I you need a lot also, of time to get me, there yeah let me let me say this is let's we we know that community can do some really good things with support questions support deflection and all that kind of stuff you know trying to get to that is slightly difficult but um, it is a huge uh, ROI for a business. The other piece, though, is something that my boss asked for, which we're not there yet, but it, he pushes me to kind of think this way. Um, and, you know, one of the metrics that he wants to get to, and, and it really goes off into others. So, so the reason I'm saying this is that you have to have um, a goal, a plan to say, well, we're only here, we get these metrics, but to, to truly provide business value to the business, we have to get over here, right? So, for example, 
you know, you could track all these other things, even mm. if you track them, what, why are you tracking them and what are you trying to get to? So one of the big kind of, in addition to case deflection, although I'm not super hyper-focused in on that particular metric, I'm not saying we won't be in the future, but, you know, we need more content, you know, to really kind of start seeing that. But is linking current accounts, like in a SaaS, B2B SaaS company, you have customers, what we call customers, right? These customers um, are people that we already sold to. So linking customers that are in the community to our account list in salesforce.com, or let's say customer success managers own that own accounts. Can I say 50%, 80% of our accounts are on the community, right? So, and how many users from those are accounts are on the community? That's one big metric. Does that make sense? Uh, say it again. I'm writing it down. Yeah. So basically, how do you look at, or not how, but our customer success managers own um, uh, accounts, so accounts that have been sold to. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they're they're an existing customer. These existing customers are right now are owned by one at least yeah one CSM. A CSM has an account a customer. Mm. And so in the community, it's and and our community is generally for both partners and customers. Right. Mm. So we need to make sure we say this many of our accounts users are a customer percentage-wise to say 58% of our accounts are on the community. That's one metric. Does that make sense? It does. Now, do you account, is this accounts or contacts? Uh, we'll just say both. One is accounts. Can we say we at least have one customer from an account, right? And on then the community. On the community. Okay, and got, then it, got it. And we can like it, look at users. And then the second piece to that is to kind of look at engagement so can we then you know push so this is a little bit customization customization so we use higher logic so can we push an api over into salesforce that links user engagement to those users on the account and then over time show that because they use the community or at least you can say community is a influencer um to say they renew more, they renew at higher rates, and they um, uh, buy more, cross sell, upsell, those kinds of things. That's mm. kind of a golden. Does yeah, that, sense? that is. <laughs> it does. Uh, all that makes sense because I was thinking about the three kind of areas. I was thinking maybe there's the learning, there's the growing, and then there's the insightful. Those are the three stages. Yeah. And what you just mentioned was the insightful, which is we've done all this work now in the community. Can we tie that to uh, a real hard business metric? And the hard business metric you just mentioned was, uh, which is the product uh, call. So increase in, res- uh, I think you call it license renewal. Uh, I think you mentioned something around loyalty. Yeah, it's, um, it's one is do do customers renew at higher rates? So renewals yep. at higher rates. Then do they renew more? Do they buy more? So there's two different oh, things. Okay, yeah, it's, it's when it's they the renew. Share was, yeah. mm-hmm. Um and uh and um yeah, is there uh, you know, do we do more cross selling so to other types of business units? Hmm. Yeah, so they yeah, so they first stay, 
And if when they stay, do they buy more? And if they buy more, are they crossing into other products? Yeah, cross so sell. there's cross-sell, upsell, renewal at higher rates. Yep. Very good. Yeah. Um, that all is from your from kind of your perch and where you are today. That totally makes sense. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. How – because that's a very uh, – are you saying that are you trying to lead your senior managers to this level of thought? Um, yes and no. Like, <laughs> it, it sounds yes. like some of it is being driven in directive. It's, it's, it's being directed by, uh, our customer, uh, uh or our chief customer officer. Mm. So he, he wants that data. Now he understands that you can't easily go get it right now because, you know, today the community is disconnected from all business systems. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, to, yeah. so, I mean, it's going to be hard, you know, we use Excel, um, and then come up with kind of linked, Hey, these are the accounts and here's what's in the community and here's this big Excel sheet. And I get all confused and shit, um, but it's, it's still the goal to strive to, and maybe are you still there. Oops. I think we had a little pause. Sorry about that. That's all right. That's all right. All right. Um, it's interesting how you say it. Like it's interesting. Um, it is. It sounds like he knows. So the, these metrics sound very much like a customer. Uh, uh, like that's part of his metrics for everything. Everything he's yeah. doing in his program, you being one of them. Yeah. Is where yeah, that's got to be. Including, he's including community into that. Right. So that's yeah, all totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's almost backtrack. You almost need to uh you may need to make sure that those contacts are in the database to see what they're doing. You need to model them. I I'm not telling you anything you already yeah. know. No, you're right. Um like even though it's kind of off subject, but in my head, I am sure there is uh I am sure there is data right now where you can take your current um, community members and look at them in the past mm-hmm. uh, from, from the pat before they, the day before they signed up for community. Yep. You would look at six months past of those three metrics. Um, renewal status, uh, current, buy if you will and if they've cross sold so that surely there's data for all three of those and then after they sign up on the community did any of those go up yeah and you have a little bit longer scale for some of your renewals it may not be i don't know if it's a yearly renewal yeah usually you know it probably depends some are one year (laughs) some are two years three years yeah so it's going to be a challenge because that's a long haul decision right you have these Three year increments, you're not going to get that immediate uh, yeah. number without three years into it. <laughs> <laughs> what would be interesting is to is to target users. So you can say, "Hey, who are the who are the members? Who are the contacts? You know, you probably do it by count that are going to be renewing in the next year." Hmm. Yeah, and 
and using that as a base point to say, hey, let's maybe go sell the community as a place for that. And then you can use that as you can use that to see whether or not within the year you were able to influence their decision more so than average. Yeah. Uh, that's where you need a data person to kind of help. With exactly. <laughs> I told them that. I go, well, here's the three people I need, and one is a data person for all that shit that you need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, like, I understand why you want it, and I understand, but, you know, I'm not, you know, you, you can't be all things, right? You, you definitely need to understand the data and, and understand kind of what he wants. I got that. Uh, but, you know, it's, I'm not a Excel guru. I'm not a, you know, Tableau guru or, you know, any of that stuff that pushes that data in. Yeah. So we have yeah. people to do that. Or exactly. Do that. Uh, <laughs> so, who, who love to do that, by the way. That wants to do it. You know? <laughs> I, can, I can explain exactly to them what I need and potentially how to go get it, you know. so One thing, however, in your control is, uh, is a little off subject again from the original discussion, but it's about identifying the contact to who you to what you have in the database. So I think you have a separate single sign on today. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So right now your biggest challenge is how do you tie Joe Blow on your site to Joe Blow on the company site? That's but that's easy. Is it? Well my challenges in the past have been that they'll tend to use their personal information on the community versus their professional information sometimes on the site. So sometimes that happens, but I do ask for their work email and oh, okay. a lot of them put their work Hopefully email. Hopefully they'll merge. There. Yeah. Okay. Now, yeah. I, we do have this thing. Uh, we are a master data management company and we do this thing called match and merge. And so it looks at even. Oh, you can use your own technology. We could. I'm not saying we <laughs> will right now, but that is the goal is to say, you know, Chris Detzel or C Detzel at Yahoo versus Chris Detzel at Relteo can then see that, hey, these are a match and a merge that, you know, this, these are similar and they need to merge so they're one person. And so we do have that technology and that's what we do on a daily basis. Mm. It's a big piece of it, right? Is to okay. kind of get pushed. Anyways, won't go into that, but so that over time can be done. Okay, good. So you are right by maybe the first part of all the way kind of coming back to the beginning. Yeah, uh, is that that's that's what's so fascinating about this subject because it's a very broad uh, conversation. Yeah, exactly. Uh, when it comes back to your managers, it the other thing I was going to add to that is what does the business want? Mm -hmm. And and you said it without you know without me stating it, but that's right. Your immediate manager is looking for uh, signs around how well they're keeping loyalty, resale of li licenses. And cross sell upsell, which is very, oh, fair metrics, and those are the wins <clears> you be are, are maniacal for. You have to do it. Overall, we have to prove that the community itself is adding a value, and I just don't know what that value would be. Short term, yeah. There's a short and long term play uh, because it does take time, uh, and it could be that the metrics that are under the community success wing are the right ones to focus on. But I always like to tie to revenue somehow and um the yeah, that's why will, case deflection is a bit easier to kind of say easy maybe a bit easier to prove right because this cost deflection is what you're doing yeah but that's reducing cost i want to be in the game that adds profit and that's where i look at new people coming in exclusively for the community that are that's, not 
Cu- that are not a contact. Yeah, leads. exactly. Yeah. Leads to a broadening of your revenue stream because you have an element added contact to that so person. That's another conversation is, you know, when I was at Imperva, and I would like to start doing that here, you know, once, you know, sometimes the business isn't ready to do certain things. Just Exactly. This is all not. about journey but, and evolution. Yeah. But, you know, one thing that I want to get to, and, and I started to do that, push that in Imperva, and I would have got there if I would have stayed because I had all the infrastructure and then put together. Um, was when a new user, and that's that's why I have a hard time doing just SSO, because mm. SSO for new users doesn't exist, right? So how do you build that into the, technically it's very hard to do, not to say if you had a developer, you can do it, but it's not that easy to have both SSO for current customers, and then a way for somebody to sign in that is not a customer, so they don't have access to all this other shit, just access to the community. Yes, right? so 100% technically, agree. Technically, it's really hard. Like, apparently, like I've tried and pushed and be, oh my god, this is really difficult. And I'm like, why? You know, but it is because, because, you know, SSO is for current customers or partners or whatever, and there's no, you have to really build out this technically thing, technical thing to allow people to sign in, you know, and then to automate the whole thing is really difficult. Anyways, the point is. I'll stop there on that piece because, but I'm just want to say it's very technically, somewhat technically difficult. Um, but if there's a way for current customers to do SSO, you know, you have that easy way for login and everything else. But also, when a new user from another company that you don't have, there's two pieces to this too. Is it logs into the community, then in my mind it goes to like a CRM and it's and it's looked at as a lead. So salespeople can work that lead, but then they also have access to community, right? They can yep. post, they can yep. look, yep. they can do yep. whatever yep. they want. The other piece to that, though, is expansion on the uh, um, the account side. So today, we use salesforce.com. I'm seeing a lot of our accounts that come to our community webinars, that come get on the community, that aren't even in Salesforce at all, that are current people right so i'm expanding that account in big ways already like that's that's a big ad you know to say dude i have like 25 different users from this one account you know that only two or three of them are in salesforce we never even had this before Hmm. so how do we automatically push that into salesforce and push you know put that as kind of a follow-up for maybe it's a salesperson or something like that to say, hey, here's a potential expansion opportunity to go cross-sell, right? So there are two pieces to that, even on the existing side and the non-existing side. Yeah, I actually think those are brilliant thoughts, uh, Chris. Just from hearing what you're talking about, it sounds like there is an old-school mentality about boots on the ground, getting people signed up, and then throwing them over to uh, run and maintenance. And then you get a login to your customer account and you're off to the races. What the company needs to focus on, a part of their strategy should be focused on how do you acquire new customers digitally? Absolutely. And then put it. And, 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 <laughs> yes, and apply a, an identity management that arcs their uh, customer journey from lead cultivation all the way to a sale and a CRM attached to this will help push that person through. Yeah. Then you have a single sign-on for your community because that becomes part of your pre-sale potentially. Yeah, because look, you, you got it right on that that part. But the second part is that 
you know, expansion into existing mm -hmm. existing accounts from users, right? So yep. I guess the point the point of that is there's huge opportunity, like you said, to you, you know, because sales already has, you know, a way to look at leads and and funnel leads and things like that. The thing I would want is is it for to say community lead or something that, like that that identifies that the community brought this lead in, you know. A, sell, a very smart sales process is this. If they do this thing called, I think it's called MQL or something. And basically that rates kind of the the um, different ways that they engage with us. So if they engage with us in a webinar, that's two points. So they're trying to get to 10 points, let's say. If they engage with us on community, maybe that's another two points. If they engage with us on, you know, downloaded something, you know, oh, digitally. They're grading, yeah. And they're then it's like, oh, um, this guy's ready. This, this guy's ready. We need to call him. You know, it's, it means it's a really, you know, hard lead or something like that. And that's kind of, a, I guess, a smart way to do it. Or maybe it's not. I don't know. But uh, they don't just call every, oh, my God, you're on the community. Uh, thanks for signing up. Is there a reason why? No, you're, I mean? like, what you're doing is you're scoring the lead. Yeah. And I totally yeah, understand it. Once they reach a certain percentage based on their algorithm they want to judge on. Then, you know, communities' leads could be different, right? Like, I mean, I maybe, maybe overall it's a two. But then, what if the customer and I've or the lead posts, which I've seen this on two of my communities, a few times, is, "Hey, I'm trying to talk to a sales guy. How do I do this?" Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, uh, "So, how lead?" <laughs> now you're entering in another area that gets me all in another bent out of shape thing about is how you score that lead. It yeah. could be that they have some old ways of scoring. Yeah, where a very kind of sales metric focused. But again, if you're gonna attack, not attack, but how do you how do you do a uh, I'm sorry, let me go back and say more than likely the scoring is based on hard um, things they know. How do you add soft metrics like number of logins to a community number of logins to the site period, views and some other things that kind of tell you what else is going on? Yeah. Um, well, that's true. I think we're getting too deep here, but yeah, yeah I know. I That's like why it. I was like, okay, I'm just going to stop because I could just go into another area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. I, I think we answered the question roundabout, but it brought up a whole other piece of things because I like the Look, whole value part. It's really just down to what is your company doing? And I agree, your manager plays a big portion of that. Yeah, let me say this. These are some things that I look at and, and we can go because, you know, it's already time. Yeah. But today, some of the things I look at is um, registrations. Active users, so there's, you know, it tells you how many active users are in the, the system. New threads and replies. Um, so I look at traffic uh, by source. So, for example, where's where's our traffic coming from? Page views is, uh, you know, one metric that they like a lot. You know, it's not my favorite, but um, unique visitors. Um, so that's the same as uh, users or, mm -hmm. yeah, it's... Um, Google calls it users. They used to call it unique visitors. Um, and then, you know, daily or average threads per day, average response time, average replies, threads, just, uh, and then uh, the community, what I call visitor mix. Mm -hmm. So employees versus partners versus prospects versus customers. Those are the things I look at. Mm. And um, I report into my um, uh, executives. So it's funny, as you were going through that list, so the way I look at it is a bit more broad, right? Uh, so as a KPI person, uh, I put down three areas to focus on. One is you need to provide a scale to your metrics. So this is going to be the the things they're familiar with, views, yeah. 
page views, bounce rates, all that kind of stuff, because that they already hear. Two, you need an engagement metric. And you mentioned a lot of the engagement metrics, and I agree with them. The third is on a member metric. So uh, you mentioned a few of those two. And it's funny because as you're going through the list, I wanted to say scale, engage, member, because you were yeah. walking through that already, but that's just how you would present it. And then going back to the original question on sub two, which is, and then you need one metric that shows the major value to the business. And when we were before, we were using SEO to product sale because yeah, I can sure. show that the influence of the community is can influence the purchase of a product way more than anything you're doing on your site, which is share of wallet increase, right? And it took us time to get to that metric so they understood it. But once they understood it, I reported all the time to show the increase over time. But anyway, that hopefully makes sense. Yeah, it was it was that we can go here shortly, but it was that metric that how many how, what percentage of our traffic are we leading to the e-commerce site? Yep. That was your big that's so our goal was 10% or something like that. Yep. And I so became another to, channel. Yeah. And then, you know, community became another channel. Now we couldn't help if they logged in or not, you know, to that site or created a login. But um, what we could do is push traffic, you know, percentage of our traffic over to yep. uh, the e-commerce sites directly, which yep. to me is brilliant. It, it, it's, it's like, you know, I look back on the things we did at uh, Rexel. It was just, Nobody, I don't think many people appreciated that. You no, know, they like, didn't, which is crazy. It was like, you guys don't know, this is solid stuff. It is ridiculously <laughs> solid. Like, as much content as, I mean, if I were to go back there, man, I would, I know so much more now than I did, obviously, then. Yeah. I feel like that I could just make way better impact. Maybe I can't, you know, that t is a tough uh, organization, but still, I mean, it was just what we did. I, I've never done that before again. You're like, it's like, dude, I want to go do that again. <laughs> yeah. The fun thing is it becomes part of your knowledge and you go, okay, I know I can do this. I know I could do that. That's how I did it. I can replicate in some way here. You know, that's the fun. Yeah. Part. I mean, some of it I replicate, but you know, <laughs> you don't have the same people, you don't have the same skills. Also so, true. you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's always going to be a little bit more challenging and you don't remember everything you did. You know what I mean? Like, auto tagging, I think now is ridiculously awesome you know like yes that, i'm like that would be you know you just put in a, a thing of tags you know that you know of and then it just boom auto tags anytime you know maybe it runs a job or something every whatever and boom it auto anyways but i find so <laughs> fascinating that even in some community platforms that's not even a thing you know at, at uh higher logic does they have this thing called topic um discussions so instead of having a regular discussion, you know, forum, you know, a, a person, if they post, they'd have to pick a topic and that topic really is just a hashtag, you know, so, but they're right to, to click something or, you know, push something. Yeah. So it could say Realtio platform, they, they'd have to click on Realtio platform. It creates a hashtag Realtio platform. So at least <laughs> you could have a 10 top. You don't want to do that many because it's just like no, a drop it needs down. To be like a zeitgeist of things. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a drop down of five to ten, you know, or something. Mm -hmm. But I didn't do that this time because it all it was there were some issues with it, right? Like on reporting and some other stuff that I just I was like, I'm not dealing with that shit again. Like, but meh. but <laughs> it, it's important because now I got to go in and tag all the fucking ones because people don't really tag shit, you know. It's just 
<laughs> so, you know? It's, Anyways. It should be just showing, like, people just don't tag shit. Yeah, they don't. You know, and, and it's like... <laughs> it's so <damn> annoying. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, when you get... When you have, like, moderators and stuff, you'll have to get them to tag shit. You know, it's just, sorry, that's... It's just one of your jobs. Tag. <laughs> you should get, and then you get him a T-shirt that says "Tag your shit." <laughs> I like it. Tag your shit on the community. All right, Michael. Okay, my friend. Well, it's wonderful talking to you once again, and I am uh, one of your hosts, Michael Sandoval, and I'm the other host, Chris Detzel. All right, Chris, you have a good one. All right.